0: The following announcement has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Hey, this is Izzy Moreno, and you are listening to Perched on the Top Rope. i on my way up to the stars.
1: I can see it, it's not too far welcome everyone to perched on the top rope and as you heard from that show opener ladies and gentlemen i'm ecstatic because she was a former co-host to perched on the top rope she is now professional wrestler izzy moreno izzy how are you today
0: i'm doing so good how are you like legit so excited to be back on the show this is awesome
1: yeah i am doing great it's been uh quite a few years so there's quite a bit to catching up to do uh i i've i've followed you i i've watched everything from um going to wrestling training jujitsu skipping ahead to being a senior this year which is like wow um <laughs> How has life been for you since, you know, being the former kid sitting front row to NXT to now, you know, instead of Bally slapping the the armband on you, you're giving your towel away to fans. So how how has it been?
0: Oh, man, I feel like definitely as of recently, you know, life has been so insane and kind of surreal um you know a lot of people they do know me as the kid sitting front row at nxt but you know after that you know a goal for me was to really just keep my name out there and sort of be relevant so that's where you know i went into the broadcasting side of things so i started a show called the hot Sag with izzy um where you know i would do media and i interview people but for the longest time, I just really had this desire to be inside the ring. Because that's always been, like, my number one goal is, is to be a professional wrestler. And last year, I really started to think about it and, you know, kind of plan everything out. I was, like, silently plotting. Just like It was funny because, like... behind the scenes I was plotting out so much that nobody saw um so when the time came it was you know it was really awesome so for those who don't know I just had my debut match it was on August 12th at Mission Pro Wrestling Boiling Point I uh went face to face with Jasmine Lore. um I did lose my first match but you know it's I'm really happy that it happened because now I can say I'm officially a professional wrestler.
1: Yeah. And I was actually going to bring that up because I watched that debut match of yours and I'm not going to lie. It it was really cool to see you from that front row as a fan to now being in the ring, but lat the sparks fly with the crossbody, <laughs> the Izzy bar. Bands don't get to like know this side of pro wrestling. So like, For you in training, what was it like to, you know, come up with, you know, your moveset that you were going to have for in the ring?
0: Yeah, so when I was coming up with my moveset, I really was like, okay, what is stuff that Izzy Moreno would want to do? And, you know, Izzy Moreno, she's literally a super fan. She's a huge fan of professional wrestling, but she wants to do basically all the cool moves. Um, So that's why, like, You know, I watch, I do a lot of match studies. So if I saw something while I was watching something, I'd like screen record it, send it to my coach. Um, And it also, my coach, Coach Marvel, Chris Marvel, who owns the Hybrid School of Wrestling, he has showed me so much stuff. Like, um, he just, he told, he knows that my finisher is the Izzy Bar. And he was like listen i have a ton of ways that you can get into it i was like okay show me it and like we there was one night he showed me like five different ways and i was like oh my god i was like this is so cool um but coming actually coming up with the names was a lot of fun because you know i you know I, i always try to like really try to be almost like a mastermind um with this type of stuff and like really like think about what my character would want her moveset to be called so the Izzy bar, I think for me, was kind of like, oh, it's really cute. But also, like, it's kind of like like, I feel like as a kid, and so that's where that came from. And actually, years ago, when I met Ronda Rousey, um, I told her, I was like, hey, I always do your arm bar in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And she was like, well, it should be your arm bar. And from then, like, after that, I was like, yeah, I was like, it's going to be my arm bar. So that's where the Izzy bar came in. And then the Sparks Fly crossbody, um, Sparks Fly is actually a Taylor Swift song. And somebody was like, why don't you use Sparks Fly? One of the guys at Hybrid, Casey Blackrose. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, my God. because I wanted a Taylor Swift song to be the name to one of my moves, so I thought spark flies was perfect, especially jumping off the middle rope.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, the first time I remember when I interviewed you, I was actually with Ringside news and I had asked you a question and I remember mm-hmm. your dad had to take the phone because, uh, you started to cry. So I'm hoping this next question doesn't do that. Um, we got to hear and see uh uh, yeah we got to see and hear uh (laughs) encouraging words from bally wwe hall of famer alundra blaze everybody from uh busted open dave lagreca bully ray tommy dreamer and and many others uh before you know you having your debut match so i'm kind of curious i know your parents are your biggest fans and your biggest supporters what words of encouragement did they have for you before your first match?
0: Um, so actually, the number one thing that my parents, specifically my dad, kept on saying to me, like right before the match, they were like, Don't look at us during the entrance. And I was like, Why? And they were like, You're just you're just gonna start crying more because they knew I was gonna cry. In my entrance, like that was like a give me, like that was so given that I was gonna like cry. And so, I did make the mistake of looking at my parents and I cried even more. You can see it in my entrance when I'm on one of the ropes. Um, but as just encourage me, you know, my it's funny because like my mom, she was like, No matter what, we're proud of you, you're gonna do so good, like legit. But really, my dad, because he's like, he's kind of like my coach. he's like everything to me he's like my coach my chef my uber driver my he's my cameraman like he was everything so he's really like everything behind the scenes for me from when i've struggled when i thrived like all of this so like for him this was like this is a big deal and it was kind of like me going out and flying out on my own um so i think for him i remember he was like you know what on saturday just fall out he was like this is eight years just just fall out. And I know there was more said that's, you know, kind of personal, but it was, you know, the, I, I could tell how excited they are. And I actually have a picture of them during my entrance ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, it, it's great. You have such a strong support system from your parents. I remember really, you know, when you were younger, because you were always in in the front row, or, you know, always seen in the crowd at NXT. And then um, I am, I'm friends with your mom on Facebook and, you know, follow you guys on social media and stuff, you know, to be able to watch, you know, through uh, everything you did with jujitsu and everything. Um, Was there ever a point or do you ever think there's going to be a point that uh, you will let uh, more moves involving that training your jiu-jitsu training in in your pro wrestling moveset.
0: yeah i think you know since i you know i've only had two matches so far so i think there's a lot that people are still gonna see from me um so yeah like i there's definitely the chance to involve more brazilian jiu-jitsu you know there's a lot of stuff i haven't even used yet um and just since i've gotten back to brazilian jiu-jitsu because i took time off since I was in Texas training for my debut match. Since I've been back at, on the mats, I've learned so much already and like some really cool stuff that I don't want to give away yet. But I have, I have some videos of it and it's really, but yeah, you know, I think for me, like it's something so unexpected. And I think Brazilian Jiu Jitsu has been such a special factor about my journey. Because for me, you know, I turned to the MMA slash Jiu-Jitsu world because nobody really accepted me into pro wrestling when I started to train when I was like 10 years old. So I was like, okay, if they don't want me to do that, then why not try this out? And actually, it's been like a huge plus for me because I've learned so much. I've gotten way better in the ring. And just my confidence has skyrocketed. And it's something I truly love and, you know. I've been able to meet so many amazing people like my current coach in Jiu-Jitsu, Coach Ricky, um, who's literally like, he's like my third dad. I have my actual dad, Coach Marvel, who's my pro wrestling dad, and then Coach Ricky, who's my (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu dad. Um, But yeah, Jiu-Jitsu has been such an amazing part of my journey. And so, you know, when I was coming up with my moveset, like, I had to, like, pay homage to it in some way. So there's, like, little things that you'll see me do inside the ring that's, like, very jujitsu related, you know, stuff, stuff that I would do on the mats. And it's like my little way to jujitsu.
1: Awesome. And earlier you brought up that, um, while, you know, training wrestling, setting up your moves that you would, you would watch, uh, matches and stuff and like screenshot and, and record, uh, moves that you saw. Who are some of the wrestlers that, that you took from?
0: Um, so i'm trying to think who were some of the people i watched a lot i watched a lot of thea hale um i'm a really really big fan of her i watched a lot of aj lee Paige, um definitely bailey i watched a lot of bailey just to kind of see like familiarisms in the ring um and especially like on the entrance i watched a lot because that was something that really helped me because i was like i really want to be super energetic like bailey and i was like but i want to be like like her I want to have her energy but like really turns up to a thousand. Like I want to be like bigger and like larger than life. So that's like that's kind of where I got that from. Um but yeah those are like the those are the people that are coming at the top of my head right now. But I did do like a lot of match study because I would get to hybrid super early in the day. Like I'd be there from one PM to ten PM sometimes. So I you know you know I train in the ring And then I'd like take a lunch break and then I just like match study. And it was, and it was, you know, it was perfect for me because, you know, there was stuff that I would literally screen record in the afternoon. And then later that night I'd learn it in like 10 minutes.
1: Oh, awesome. And um, after your debut match, how was the locker room when you got to the back? Um, Did any wrestlers give you any sort of advice? Did you ask anyone for any advice?
0: Yeah, so honestly, like, when I got backstage, it was super emotional and honestly chaotic because, like, there was, like, so much happening. Like, you know, it's, like, I loved the locker room at Mission Pro. Like, honestly, I think, like, I remember my first show there, which was in June for True Colors. Like, literally, there were girls who I never met before and they came up to me and gave me a hug and I was like oh my god I was like everybody's so nice here and you know I'm like such I'm like legit such a big fan of everybody there so I was like man I'm like one of the girls now this is really cool um so when I got back um I know I remember Queen Uju, Shay Carmichael and there was like a couple other people around and they all hugged me and they're like congrats me it's so good Um, And then my parents were back there right away and they captured a moment between me and my parents after and then my coach was there. And I'm sorry to expose my coach here, but he was crying, which made me cry even more. And then one of the guys, Casey Blackrose, who I mentioned before, he's kind of like, really, really helped me um, throughout my journey towards my match. Uh, He was also crying, so it was really awesome just to share that moment with everybody. I did get a lot of advice, like, the following day because, you know, after that, it was just kind of like, like, settling down, you know, making sure everybody was good and everything. You know, I had to do my post-match promo. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of just settling down. But the following day, I did get a lot of advice from, you know, commentators, people who I know, my coaches, you know, we kind of reviewed everything. But, yeah, I definitely got advice. (laughs)
1: awesome and um one thing you would brought up was you know learning the you know commentary side and I, I know you've done that in school as well have um you thought about further going further
2: bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: They're in the industry, like outside of being in the ring, like maybe being a referee being on commentary like even if it's like a special you know special guest referee you know being a special guest commentator things like that
0: yeah you know i i would love the opportunity but i think for me i think for years like i was always on the sideline you know i did everything in the pro wrestling industry than be a professional wrestler you know I was a manager, I did the broadcasting side, I did commentating, I was the timekeeper. And and I love those opportunities, but I think for me, like, it was hard watching people, you know, do what you really wanna do. And you can be, and you know, I'd say to myself like, I know I can do it, it's just like, I just have to wait. And so, you know, I think like, when I had my debut match, I'm like, I don't wanna do anything else, like, this is it. Like, I can't even describe, and I always say this, but I can't describe how I feel whenever I, you know, step out behind the curtain. Like, honestly, that emotion and that feeling is so hard to describe and so hard to replicate. And I was, and honestly, I wasn't sure if I would feel the same way in my second match, but I honestly, like, I got choked up again, and I was like, I need to, like, calm down, because... If we're going to do a lot of matches, we can't get choked up all the time. But literally, like, I can't describe the feeling of being inside the ring and, you know, the crowd around you. Like, it's just, it's such a special feeling. So, you know, if the opportunity ever came for me to be a special guest referee, I'd take it. But as of right now, I'm really happy being a professional wrestler inside the ring.
1: Awesome. And the main reason why I ask that is because with WWE NXT, you got to be part of the. I don't even know if the show had a name, but I believe it was like WWE Kids. Um yep. back, you know, <laughs> there was there was a uh they had kids doing other people's positions, so like on commentary, backstage uh personality, special guest referee, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you got to be part of the show, but WWE never put the show out there. So could you tell us some of the things that you, you did when, you know, they were filming for that?
0: Uh yeah. So um, you know, we, you know, I did the audition and I got it, which was really awesome. Um, and the day we filmed it, like the I think it was the one day we filmed it. We did a lot of back, like backstage segments. So like I think, you know, I remember there was one, it was Becky Lynch was trying to tell us like jokes, but like all the kids didn't find it funny. Um and then I remember right before they were going to film like NXT, they had matches. And then my job was to interview the big show after his match, um, which I was like really nervous about. And it's funny because, you know, I like, you know, I couldn't reach him. So I was like jumping up and then he picked me up and put me up on the set on the turnbuckle. Um, but yeah, that was, it was fun. Looking back. I was, I don't know why, but I always forget about that. But I, it's honestly so funny because like, for years, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be in NXT one day. And I feel like I got a really good glimpse of what it's like to be an NXT. You know, I saw, like, everybody going over their matches. And, you know, I, I got directions pulled to me from Triple H, which was really awesome. I was like, oh. And then, like, I stopped to midway and I was like, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. And, like, everybody stopped and was like, oh. Like, it was, like, a cute, like in the moment but also i remember they like allowed us to do like entrances too so like right before you know right before like they had the matches for us to like for the actions of the kids show you know me and my uh co-host we like got to like walk the ramp and like make our entrance and like the crowd was tight and i was like man this is so cool so i can only imagine what it's gonna be like if i ever make it to NXT one day
1: oh man i will uh i'll be sitting here at the hasbro bar watching i'll be here watching (laughs) waiting for that moment so um now did wwe ever give you a reason why the show never came
0: out uh no i unfortunately i didn't get a reason it was just kind of like you know i think the timing of it um um i never got a reason and and, you know it's unfortunate that it never did happen but you know i'm super grateful for the opportunity and to say like like that's something i got to do one day or like i got to do but yeah i never got a reason but hey it's okay
1: (laughs) yeah um did you like the journalistic side of professional wrestling because there were a few times um and i'd even joked with you on twitter that uh being on the AEW media calls with Tony Khan.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I loved you know, that girl who did do the hot tag with Fizzy. I know she loved it a lot. Um, but I think for her, she was always like, no, I'd rather get in the ring. Like, it's cool to be at these media scrums and whatnot and to interview these people, but I'd rather be in the ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of being in the ring, you actually have some matches coming up now. I don't know what you have planned for hashtag it's Izzy's corner, but let's bring back our old segment and hear what you have for hashtag. It's Izzy's corner.
0: Well, for hashtag it's Izzy's corner, we got to talk about my upcoming matches, obviously. Um, my next one is actually september 22nd at the hybrid experiences uh wild side i'm going to be facing caliente uh you know last time me and caliente met we were in a intergender tag team match and you know i made the mistake of getting in the ring when i wasn't the legal person and she did tap out and i won the match even though i wasn't the legal person However, she's still tapped out, and I plan on making her tap out again. And then after that, I have October 21st at Mission Pro Wrestling Thriller. I'm going to be facing Maya World. Um, this one's a little bit more personal to me because I haven't gotten my win- my first one in Mission Pro I definitely plan on doing it, and I want to shock the world, and I know Maya doesn't like when I say that, but I'm going to say it anyways, because I am going to shock the world, and by the way, I have a ticket waiting for Mercedes Monet, because I know she wants to see me beat Maya World on October 21st, and then after that, I have WrestleCade weekend, which I'm so excited about, because last time I was at WrestleCade about two years ago, I was just doing meet and greets, and there's a good chance I wrestled this year, so stay tuned for for more news about that. But as of right now, that's all I have announced. I'm going to be announcing more in the coming days, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, I, it's so weird to talk about like myself as a professional wrestler in Izzy's, Izzy's corner when I used to talk about other wrestlers years yeah. ago.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it is so weird to hear, but it is also so awesome at the same time because I do remember telling your dad I was like. Yes, I know she's only here for a few months. Like I knew I only had a short time with you be, coming on the show, being a co-host and everything because I knew and he knew there was much more bigger things in store for you in professional wrestling. And boy, were we right. And I'm so happy and excited to watch everything that you've done. And Mercedes Monet, I was going to ask about that how does she become involved in <laughs> into this match i saw the tweet and everything uh how
0: uh well first off thank you for the kind words um it's funny because i you know i cut up promo on maya and i was waiting for a response for about a week actually um took a little bit to hear from her uh and she put out her response and you know it started to make its rounds and I guess Mercedes Monet saw it and re- and wrote that she knows what to, what to do on October 21st and I took it as the perfect opportunity to invite Mercedes to the show and you know I responded because I you know I, it's funny because like I heard that Mercedes isn't really up to much these days so i just thought you know since if she's free on october 21st she should just come to the show and i have a ticket waiting for her so she can see me beat my world and shock the world um but yeah that's how that started mercedes just happened to comment on it um which is really interesting but yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and how nice would it be for uh her to be in the front row and watching you instead of vice versa maybe you can go up to her and uh make her cry at the event. It,
0: it would be interesting. You no, know,
1: like I I remember that. I just listen,
0: that's not that's not who Izzy Moreno is. That's that's not who Izzy Moreno is. Izzy Moreno does not make people cry. She makes people cry happy tears, not sad tears.
1: Okay, happy tears. You got it. Um maybe you'll make her cry because you win your match <laughs> and there'll be tears of joy at Mission Pro. For exactly.
0: That match. Tears, that, of that tears of
1: joy. Tears of joy.
0: I'll be crying. I mean,
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, there, there. Let's be honest. There's a lot of us that have like watched you from, you know, being you know the the young kid at the shows to you know now seeing you in the ring. Like everybody's, it was a, it's a big talk.
0: Yeah. An... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, but I, you know, I was gonna say like it's it's really awesome because like so many people have been a part of my journey since like day one. And, you know, the fact that they've kind of, like, stuck around with me, you know, through my ups and downs, like, it's, I'm so grateful for that. And, like, you know, I always get comments and, like, tweets and, you know, messages like, hey, like, I remember when you were sitting front row and now you're a pro wrestler. Like, that's so awesome. I think it's so cool. Um, and it's so funny because, you know, when I did my gear reveal, I was, like, I was really excited for that, but I didn't know how emotional I was going to be after I posted it because, a lot of people started to, like, tweet about it. And, you know, like, articles were written about it. And, you know, it was funny because, like, there was this one picture of me as, like, a kid at NXT and like, my ballet gear. And then there was the one of me in my gear, like, my wrestling gear. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. And then, you know, Bailey band- tweeted about it, which made me even more emotional. <laughs> I started to cry as soon as I saw it. But, you know, just to see everybody's messages and responses, it's been, like, really awesome it just it makes me so happy so i'm really super grateful to have this platform and the fact that people have just kind of stuck around with me for so many years
1: yeah absolutely and you know speaking of that platform and social media where can all the fans find you on social media
0: yeah well you can follow me on twitter and instagram it's izzymania across the board that's I T S I Z Z Y M A N I A. And then also you can buy my official Pro Wrestling T-shirt, the official Izzy Moreno shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. And then also, you know, stay tuned for all my upcoming matches. Like I said, September 22nd at the Hybrid Experience Wildside, You can get your tickets It's in the San Antonio, Texas area. And also in San Antonio, Texas is Mission Pro Wrestling Thriller on October 21st when I face my own world. You can get your tickets at MissionProWrestling.com or you can cash it on title match network. And then, like I mentioned, there's Russell So if you guys are going to wrestle you can come meet me and possibly see me wrestle.
1: Is he's going to be anywhere and everywhere. Folks is I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show and speak with me today. It was an honor to have you on the show again. I am so excited to watch you wrestle and watch your career flourish and hopefully get that opportunity to watch you in WWE NXT one day.
0: Thank you. This is so awesome to do this because you know like we used to do this years ago when I was like super little and now we're doing it now. This is really awesome. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely and you know hopefully down the line we can do it again and uh hopefully it won't be like a 6 sure. year time gap, you know, the next time we do it. But fans, you can Find us anywhere and everywhere. You can find us at YouTube at Perched on the Top Rope or YouTube.com/slash Perched on the Top Rope. You can find this podcast anywhere and everywhere from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle. You name it, we're there. And for all of you who have kept us on chartable in America, Great Britain, Canada, Mexico, Japan, Australia, Germany, and have even taken the number one spot in Indonesia. I'm sorry, Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. But we have that spot. Thank you, fans. Thank you. You can find us on TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us at twitch.tv slash Perched on the Top Rope, where every Sunday, well, every Sunday right now, I'm currently streaming AEW's Fight Forever Stadium Stampede match. Because if you like Fortnite, you're going to love that match setup. Go play it. Try it out. You can find us. Also at Twitter at perched top rope because perched on the top rope is too long, but for threads and Instagram perched on the top rope podcast was not too long. And make sure you go check us out on facebook.com slash perched on the top rope for all the news, rumors and funny memes that we post and a special guest from my boy Benton here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of perched on the top rope where remember spoiler freeze the way to be. We're out.